Welcome to the Be Encouraged Today podcast. My name is Amber Davis, and I help Christians kick the habit of being overwhelmed by planning and productivity so they can spend more time doing what they love with the people that they love the most, including their Heavenly Father. God transformed me from a corporate workaholic to a Christian wife, mom, and entrepreneur who stays productive while enjoying life with God and my family. And it is possible for you too. My passion is teaching Christians how to plan with God to create what I call enjoyable productivity in their lives. And I am so excited that you're joining me for today's podcast. So get ready to be inspired, be productive, be fulfilled, be encouraged today. Is your place productive? And what I mean by productive is a term I call enjoyable productivity. This would describe a place where you truly enjoy getting things done. When you wake up each morning, do you have that special place where you pray to start your day that is so inviting that it just draws you in? When you go into your office area, either at work or at home, do you feel refreshed, energized, and ready to get work, get to work rather, on the things that God has called you to do? When your kids or you are ramping up for that Zoom call for school, work, or to connect with friends or family, do you already have that set spot or are you scrambling to find the right place away from laundry and dishes or harsh shadows that really make you look like the scariest version of yourself? Then this episode is for you because today we are going to share how to make a place in your space, creating productive places for prayer, office, and Zoom life. And I have asked one of my sweet friends who happens to own her own cleaning and organizational home-based business to join me. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Shelly before we get started. Shelly is a wife to who she refers to as her hubs for 25 years this spring a mama to three daughters and a lover of all things home-related. My family, she says, keeps me motivated to create a space that feels welcoming and full of life and love. She is all about doing that on a budget, and her passion is creating and cleaning a fun and inspiring space to call home. So welcome to the Be Encouraged Today podcast, my sweet friend, Shelly Massey. Well, thanks for having me, Amber. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I am so excited that you're here too. And we've had fun talking off of the recording. And so now we're jumping in here so everybody can hear what we're going to talk about today, which is to make a place in your space. And so I wanted to invite Shelly on here because she's got so much wisdom in this area about how to be able to see and create these places in your spaces, in your house, specifically in your house, and even in your office, in your home. Well, your house is your home, but anyways, (laughs) but she, (laughs) she is here to share with us about how to be able to create those spaces so that it is inviting to do the things that we want to do. And today, specifically, we're going to talk about a place for prayer, a place for work, and a place for Zooming, because we've all jumped into Zooming. So I'm going to hand it over here to Shelly. So Shelly, can you please, let's start with prayer. So making a place in your space for prayer, where do you get started? 
Absolutely. Thanks for asking. Uh, I think with prayer, it's a little different. Obviously, you said we're talking about prayer, we're talking about work, and we're talking about Zoom. And when I think about prayer and my space for prayer time with the Lord, it is a little different in that with the workspace and even with the Zoom space a little bit, I feel like it's a little more formal. Um, to get in the mindset of work, a lot of times, um, like my husband works from home, he makes sure he wears shoes. Sounds silly, but having shoes on makes him feel a little more productive. So things like that, um, I think of with the workspace. With the prayer, space, what I think about is getting cozy. I like to look at the Lord and my relationship with him as a best friend. So I get like I would be visiting with one of my best friends. I get my favorite blanket. Um, I get my favorite cup of coffee or hot tea. And I just get my favorite chair in my in my room. It's in my bedroom. And that's where I go to be with the Lord. I have memories of my mom doing the same thing. Um, I remember almost every morning we would get up, my sister and I, and that's where we would find her. She had her favorite chair. She had her favorite bathrobe. I think she wore for the whole time I was growing up <laughs> and she had her coffee and she had her devotions. And that's the first thing she did, but I knew where I could find her because she had her space. So when I think of prayer, I think of that space. Um, doesn't mean that it has to be um, a space with laundry all around you and things like that. I still think, even though we talked about it being informal, you want it to be welcoming, inviting, because obviously you're not going to want to climb over mounds of clothes in order to go talk with God. So I definitely think you can also look at it from an aspect of, I want a fresh space. I want it to feel like me with um, my devotional time, but more informal. I think you should just look at being what's, what are some of my favorite things? You know, if I have a favorite robe or a favorite um, blanket, things like that get me set for my day and with the time with the Lord that I have. That's awesome. So what, is there any specific place in a home that would be like something that you would recommend to create that place for prayer? Should it be by a window or not by a window or in your bedroom or not in your bedroom? Do you have any recommendations? I think with that, um, first off, quiet. So if you probably don't want to be in the busy part of the house. So usually I suggest like a bedroom, a corner of your bedroom. I think again, I happen to have a favorite chair in my bedroom, but it doesn't have to be in your bedroom. I think again, just that quietness, that quiet space. Obviously, um, weather sometimes permits me to go outside. I have a screened in porch and I love my devotions from fall to, to summertime. I love going out on my screen and porch. So it changes a little bit. And um, if I can go out there, that's where I want to be because it is quiet out there. If I do it early in the morning, it's a way that I feel like when you're outside, maybe on a back porch, nature just gets me thinking about God automatically. So that's also a place that by a window, you said something like that, that sunlight, not only does it energize us, kind of usually makes us feel peaceful and puts us in a happy mood. And that's, again, I just want to be joyful when I'm going to meet with God. And so that helps too, uh, what's around me. That's wonderful. I, I'm totally with you on that. I like to go outside when the weather permits. It's really nice. But then I created that place right next to my bed and I have just a little cheap little chair that I have and blankets on it and then next to a window and then a lamp. And it was a game changer for me when I started doing that. So that that's really awesome. It really is true about creating that special place for you to be able to have that quiet time with the Lord. It comes to a place for work in your space, then what kind of recommendations? That's great about your husband being able to put on his shoes to go to work because it is like you're, you're going to work, you're getting in that mindset. So what else would you suggest? Um, I suggest that just that with the shoes, but even more so, um, he, he doesn't, it's not sweatpants, it's not a t-shirt. Even that mindset gets him going to be more productive, puts on a shirt, puts on pants that he would 
probably where into an office. It doesn't have to be always that way, but that's just him. And that's something to think about is what, what do you need? It's not always, and this is a lot what I say to clients, don't think about what everybody else does. This is whether we're talking about prayer space, workspace, Zoom space, this is a lot to do with what, what are my desires? What do, what makes me feel productive? What makes me feel creative? What makes me feel refreshed? And if that means a, a certain candle or a certain lamp that gives good lighting, that's not a glaring light or a plant, a piece of art, artwork, whatever makes you feel a certain way, I suggest, okay, if that's what you are, then put that in that space. I like to always say, if you're starting with a clean slate, and then what are some of your favorite things? Actually, my husband with his office is kind of funny that we're talking about that just recently, and he's worked from home for a long time, but just recently, and I think it's more because he's not traveling as much, so he's home every day, and he was starting to feel that monotony of it, and so just recently, he and I both realized, hey, we kind of need to change out this office of yours a little bit. Um, I had decorated originally and it was, it was okay, but it probably wasn't the manly space that he wanted, if you will. And so I found a few things that I knew he would like um, to just kind of change it up and make it feel like it was more his space. So again, just looking at it from that perspective, what is, what is it that you like that you're drawn to is going to make you feel a little bit more, whether it's creative or like I said, um, joyful or what peace, you know, just those different things. What is it that you're wanting? That's what I suggest. That's awesome. And it is true. It depends on like, you don't want to get in a rut, right? So Mm -hmm. you change that up. What would you speak to as far as like, you know, I want to create this workspace that is all about my personality, but then my personality stuff is cluttering up my workspace. So would you say that you also need to have it simplified? Absolutely. I think when you have too many things going on, your mind's going to feel that way. So one thing, and I mentioned this earlier about a clean slate, I always suggest to people, whether it's a room that you're taking a look at, a desk you're taking a look at, always start from the beginning. Always clean everything off. And I know that's not our favorite thing is, hey, we're going to stop and we're going to organize things. But honestly, if you don't take the time to do that, you are never going to feel that refreshed, creative vibe that you're going for if you're just piling on stuff. And yeah, you need to simplify it. Pick a few of your favorite things, but that doesn't mean you need to have every every one of your Trotskys from your childhood and surrounding you on your desk. Obviously, just pick a few of your favorite things and then go from there. One other thing is, and even my husband does this, and sometimes you think like, well, men aren't into that, but candles and diffusers are huge because that scent, it not only works with our, it works with our senses. It's working with our, it's giving us that creative vibe and mode. So a lot of times I say like diffusers, candles, plants, um, those types of things that do visual, plus they do smell. Fresh flowers, you mentioned monotony and breaking that up. Switching out flowers or plants and gives you a new thing to look at is also a great idea. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, I totally agree with that. Like bringing in those elements to be able to make it refreshing to you. I love that. That is so great. I'm taking notes. I hope that you are taking notes because uh, Shelly's got a lot of wisdom that she's throwing at us right here. So in today's day and age, we are Zooming like crazy, right? We're Zooming right now as we are actually recording this podcast. And so the thing is, is that when you are Zooming, whether your children are Zooming or you are Zooming, what I've oftentimes heard people that they are just like frantically, oh, I got to get on the Zoom and then this doesn't look right and I got to make my place in my space, but I got to do it so quick. And so I always recommend 
for people to already have their Zoom place designated in their space so that they have it. You can have one to two different areas designated. So do you have any other recommendations for Zooming spaces? I think the first thing I would suggest, again, and a lot of this is kind of the same type of thing, but quiet, obviously. Uh, It's funny. We see funny things going viral right now with kids trying to Zoom for school and parents in the background and dogs running through the room and all all things like that. But you just, you do need to think about ahead of time, like you said, where am I going to need to be in order to not get interrupted a hundred times and the doorbell ringing and the dog barking and things like that. And I love uh, what you titled this about finding your, your space in your place or your place in your space, because Honestly, it's so overwhelming to a lot of people to think about the whole house and organizing everything and cleaning up everything. But when we get down to it and just narrow it down to a a place, a, a small space, you realize, oh, I can do this. So even for that Zoom call, realizing even if I just keep a corner of my room to where it's going to look okay for a Zoom, that there's not craziness in the background and I can shut a door for quietness and I don't have things going on around me that's going to distract me. That's not so overwhelming to think I can I can narrow it down to one or two places in my home that I can keep looking that way for the most part so that I can have it ready to go and not feel so frantic when it's time to Zoom. That's so good. And it's so true. You think about small. Check out episode number 22 because I introduced this whole concept about make your all small. And it's about little bites of productivity and make a place in your space is one of those little bites. And that is about looking at things in a small way, making that all like, okay, I need to have my Zoom call is going on. You don't have to clean the whole room. You don't have to have the whole area, like all of it looking great, but you need to have that space designated. I'm thinking about a space for Zoom is that pointing the computer towards a back wall or like a bookshelf or something like that, that way that you just having to concern yourself with that small space really does help. So these are great tips, Shelly, especially about making it personal and making it inviting. You want to return to that place, whether it be work or Zoom or prayer. That is so important. Oh, go ahead. Take, it might take a little of investment. Um, I just worked with a client recently who was working from home and she was in her dining room. And that was what was working at the time. It was kind of a temporary thing. And then she realized this is going to go on for a while. And it possibly could be that she turns it into working from home permanently. And so she decided maybe I should turn this dining room that doesn't get used into my home office. And that's what I encouraged her to do and really be okay with, yeah, I want it to be my space. And when you make it the way you like it, then you are, like you said, going to want to go in and work. She's excited now to get up and go into her office and we took away the distractions and we took away, you know, trying to use it as two different things. That family had an eat-in kitchen already. So she realized through talking with me, okay, we don't have to have a dining room that gets used once a year. Um, I could get much more use out of that home office that I really need to make my own. And doing that, she's become so much more creative and, and she's got that workflow going so much better because she's got her own space. And now it's it's an inviting place that she really looks forward to going to. So it was it was fun for me to get to work with her and be able to see her my vision come to life with her so that she realized she could get her own space. 
I love that because that is all about being able to be productive and not have to be whatever it is to conform your house to look like everybody else's house. You use it as productivity because I actually did that. My office is our dining room. We don't have a dining room table in it. It's converted into an office. So I totally get that. And I love that. That's so encouraging. That's confirmation for me. And I know that that's encouraging to so many other people. Oh my goodness, Shelly. I'm so glad that you're on here today. Shelly has sewed her valuable tips to us. And I want to give her the opportunity to be able to share how to be able to reach out to her if you have questions about making a place in your space, making that house livable and enjoyable and what I call enjoyable productivity, clean and organized. How can they reach you, Shelly? Absolutely. They can reach me. They can find me on Facebook under Simply Clean Homes. They can find me on Instagram under Simply Clean MJ Homes. And you can find me on um, my website, which I believe you have the information on the show notes for that as well. Yes, I will put all of Shelly's information in the show notes so you will have access to everything. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited that you are on here today. Thank you, Shelly. You're welcome. This was fun. It's my passion to help people find their space like that. So it's really fun for me to share about how to do that. Shelly is an amazing friend of mine and she's an awesome woman of God. And I just so appreciate her being a part of here. Oh my goodness. All the things that she shared today were so wonderful. And I hope that you apply these tips. If you want more tips on how to be able to do life with little bites of productivity so you can make your all small. And I want to share something with you, a whole concept about little bites of productivity that will change how you get things done. But first, I want to share with you a Facebook comment that Trish wrote on Facebook because this is really what it comes down to. Listen to this. I think this is going to resonate with you. She says, I am freaking out because I am chasing medical issues and there are several birthdays within a few weeks. Her grandson's turning to... And her mom and dad are moving far away. And my home and office is a mess. I'm missing time-sensitive papers while trying to plan a special family photo album. And here's the phrase she uses. It's all big in my head. That's from Trish. Trish, I understand that. It's all big in my head. When I saw that phrase written on that Facebook post, that just popped out to me. It's all big in my head. And it's so true that we try to make the projects, tasks, and chores in our life too big. And who can handle that? We can't. It's stressful. It's overwhelming. And then as a Christian, you don't want to be overwhelmed, frustrated, or stressed out, especially when you're spending time with your family and the people that you love. So how do we get around that? Well, this is why I have this phrase, and I really believe that God put this in my heart. Make your all small. Make your all small. Let's stop trying to make things too big. If we can make our all small, then we can have doable projects in our life. We can actually break things into little bites of productivity. If we can start seeing our projects as small little chunks of projects that create bigger projects, but they're small that we can tackle all. So if you're like me, or I used to be like, I'm not going to clean the bathroom unless I can clean all of it. Well, if you make your all small, don't clean, think about it as in all the bathroom. My all now is a drawer. My all now is a section of a closet. My all now is one filing cabinet. So if you think about it from make your all small, if you 
reposition how you look at projects, you can really get things done in an enjoyable productivity way. I want you to make your all small when it comes to four weeks. You give me four weeks and I can help you get organized and we can start breaking things down into little bites of productivity that help you. You are not alone. If you feel like so frustrated because your home or your office is disorganized and you feel like you're nagging people or you feel like that at the end of the day, you're just not accomplishing the things that you want done, there is an easier way. And this four week, make your all small, get organized mini course can be able to help you. And I'm actually gonna take you through four weeks each week. So it's like a challenge for you every single week. So we're going to break down some things week by week so that you can be able to apply it each week, learn a new challenge, learn a new approach the next week, apply it. We're going to do this for four weeks. It's going to be great. It's going to be like an overhaul of your home and your office and your Christian walk. But this course is only offered at certain times of the year. So be on the lookout for my new Make Your All Small Get Organized four-week mini course right here on the Be Encouraged Today podcast as well as my email subscribers will know exactly when that course launches so you don't miss it. But until then, start laying out the groundwork for enjoyable productivity each week by downloading my number one productivity tip, guide, and checklist. This is my gift to you. You can go to beencouragedtoday.com. I'm going to put a link in the show notes because this approach, this number one productivity tip has transformed my Christian life for planning and productivity and I want it to be able able to help you. So today, if you have not already gotten my number one productivity tip checklist and guide, check it out today. I am so excited that you joined with me today. I believe in you and the plans that God has for you. You are not alone. I am here to be able to help you. When that planning and that productivity start to overwhelm you, know that you have an ally. Look for my resources. Thank you for listening. And always remember to be inspired, be productive, be fulfilled, be encouraged today.